0: Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding.
1: Hello, friends. Christy and I are going to have a live Soul Talk. You might think, well, you do that every week. Well, that's true, but we're going to have the Soul Talk conversation we would often have had this morning. We're just going to have it uh, live on the air. Christy doesn't even know what we're going to talk about because I had uh, some time this morning as I was out on my run and last night uh, doing some reading and had a scripture I've been meditating on that uh, was meaningful for me and brought up some uh, feelings for me. And so Christy and I are going to have a conversation about that.
0: I'm looking forward to it.
1: So what would you like to ask me?
0: What's stirring in your soul, Bill? How are you meeting Jesus? Are you experiencing God?
1: Well, you know, I've been reading uh, The Story of a Soul by St. Teresa of Laisseau, uh from the late 1800s, one of the classics of Christian devotion, and I came across a paragraph when I was reading last night that just really drew me. It, it, it rang true and stirred my heart, and it comes off of her meditation on uh, Song of Solomon, chapter one, verse three, also called the Canticle of Canticles. And the verse is, Draw me, and we will run after the fragrance of your love. Draw me, Lord, and we will run after the fragrance of your love. And so here is uh, Trace of Lassow's meditation on this. It is therefore unnecessary, my Jesus to say, draw those I love in drawing me. It is quite enough to say simply, draw me. For once a soul has been captivated by the fragrance of your love, she cannot run alone. By the very fact of being drawn to you, she draws all the souls she loves after her just as a mighty river carries with it all it meets into the ocean's depths. So, my Jesus, a soul which plunges into the boundless ocean of your love, bears all her treasures with her. You know what my treasures are. They are the souls you made one with mine, treasures which you yourself have given me. And so what I understand in this is she has had the insight that when her heart is drawn to Jesus and she is running after God with uh, love, uh, running after the Lord, who is the source of love with a a love in her heart, that it brings other people along. And it's like the, what C.S. Lewis called the, the good virus that when, when I am devoted to Jesus, that is catchy to other people. And so she's she's realizing this is in the Song of Solomon. Draw me close to you, Lord, and we will run after you. And I have I have seen this to be true.
0: Yeah, I've seen this to be true in many ways. One way is you do that for me and you've had people do that for you we do that for each other. And in this case, Teresa's writing is doing that for you. And then you're sharing it with me and it's doing that for me. And I hope for our listeners too. It's this wake up call. It's this reminder of, oh, we say you're being salty for Jesus. You're making me thirsty. She's being salty for Jesus, making you thirsty.
1: Yeah, because instead of feeling like a An obligation or burden or pressure, like I need to be a better spiritual teacher or a better spiritual director in order to draw people into God's presence and making it about my abilities to help other people or other people's responses to my ministry, my care. Instead, it's like, well, no, how is it with my heart?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And if I'm hearing the voice of the Lord, calling to me, calling me closer, and I'm quickened in my heart, yes, I want to have that touch of the Lord's love. I want to run after Jesus. And when the fire is lit in my heart to worship God in the midst of whatever I am doing now, when I am finding joy in the Lord's presence or I'm choosing to love God uh, with my heart, even though I'm not feeling joy in the moment. That that's catchy. That that devotion, that that dedication to uh, love and worship and honor and serve God from an authentic place within me. Uh, it, 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 other people catch that, and they want to be a part of that. And so draw me, and we will run after you. And so I, I, just, I love the the simplicity of that and sort of the surprising insight that's it's kind of opposite of how we think. And we just see this all the time in our own lives and the lives of pastors, missionaries, leaders, uh, coaches, others, where we can put so much stress on our skills in our, our, our work, our ministry, our leadership, our relationships. And of course, skills are important but we make it all about what other people need from us. And and we don't tend enough to the fire in our own soul. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't tend to our own intimacy with Jesus. And we we might even think that that's selfish or it's like a luxury, but what this verse is reminding me of and what, what Teresa Glisseau's life is reminding me of is that it's the most important thing. It's our first call. Um, My intimacy with God, my Uh, attunement to, to god's presence and god's beauty is the most important thing and so when when i'm out out running this morning and i can uh capture my my thoughts and and my heart and just begin to break into prayer and say oh god you are wonderful i love you father son holy spirit my abba jesu paracletos, these are names I like to use for the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and, and being enfolded into this understanding and appreciation that right now I'm immersed in the Trinitarian community as I'm running along uh, in nature and, and praying. And these kinds of prayers, these kinds of meditations, like uh, piggybacking on Teresa's meditation from the Song of Solomon, uh, help me to realize that I'm alive in God's presence and that's the that's the meaning and the joy, the purpose and the passion of my life and then to let that spill out into my conversations, into my work, and into my teaching, into my work as a coach, etc.
0: It makes all the difference. It, it gives you the the new ability to bring your whole life into the kingdom of God. It's another way to say it, into his presence under under his submission to him because you you're ravished by him you want to be with him you love him and you recognize that's that's your highest privilege that's your first work of of today that's your source of life of of all you will do and that's the the significance the meaning in it all
1: yeah and so what i did in this reading is i took heart from theresa will so i uh, absorbed uh, her devotion to jesus and you love meditate to jesus. On that.
0: you continue to remind yourself of it mm-hmm. you continue to turn it over in your mind
1: yeah it's one of the most important spiritual disciplines that i do and it's why in our soul Sharping institute we begin every morning with a soul food reading and i just love those soul food readings at, at breakfast It's just 20 minutes of uh, like a ten-minute reading and then uh, squeeze the sponge, but I love just sharing those. Just some, because it
0: stirs up this desire, this longing for Jesus.
1: Yeah, you know, because that I—that's not a self-help process. That's not something that I have to manufacture, which is the way I might tend to think about it. I might tend to think about like, well, I should just always be devoted to Jesus. I should just always be be loving God. And then if I'm not, then I feel bad about myself or I pressure myself to do something differently, but to instead put into a relational context, not only in my relationship with God, of course, the, the Lord is the, the singer of songs. The Lord sings, a. the prophet says, the Lord put the song into my mouth because God sings a love song over me. And when I hear that, that helps me sing a love song to the Lord. It's not like I got to generate the love song all by myself. No, I, I need to join the love song that's going on there with the Lord. But even that, I need I need help with that. And so when we some, need
0: community, we need other people.
1: Yeah. So in our social upbringing Institute, when I'm sharing a soul food reading, like if this reading I just did, first of all, I'm taking art from trace of Lasseau. Second of all, we're taking heart from each other because we're here talking about this, looking at each other. Third of all, you who are listening, I'm taking heart from you, even as you're taking heart from me, because I'm excited to share this with you. And I I, I think it will will help you. And your interest, your desire for intimacy with Jesus in your life it quickens my soul and especially in our soul Shepherding institute because we're all together 40 of us having breakfast together and sometimes we're outside on a balcony in a beautiful nature setting or we're in the winter we're, we're cozy inside maybe around a, a fire uh, but we're all we're all together and we're all leaning in and that that process of of being In prayer together, in in a heart that wants to love God together, that wants to appreciate God's beauty and God's goodness together, it helps all of us to quicken our own devotion, our own prayers, our own worship to God.
0: Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you sharing this with me last night, and then again today too, because it does quicken my desires for God too, and also it helps me to be grateful for you that you are nurturing your love for God in these ways and tending the fire of your soul in that way too. And I, I respect you for that. I'm grateful for that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's an honor and a joy and it's, it's the, it, it gives a wind in my sails. And so this morning I, I prayed, I prayed for you and our kids and our, our soul shepherding community, the listeners of this podcast. And I just did it in a very simple way of just of abiding in this scripture verse, call to me and we will run to you. And so I just prayed that from my heart, from a response of, of trust and adoration for God. And then I offered that to all these people in, in my life and trusting the Holy Spirit to just fire off of the words of God and reach supernaturally into the hearts of people around me in my life that, that I care for and that I I'm blessed to connect with. And so it's a, that way of abiding in prayer is, uh, and it's an overflow kind of prayer. That's not as, as wordy as typical intercessory prayer. And so, uh, that was joyful for me as well.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's loving and good and important because sometimes we can think that intimacy with Jesus is just this it's only for me and Jesus maybe you've heard it said me and my Jesus and people actually will avoid it thinking that it's just navel gazing or it's just selfish but you're talking about it here is that you know actually it's it's through you loving
1: to others I love Jesus uh I love uh the father the son and the spirit for the sake of others not only for my own self, not only for God's sake. I mean, it's enough just to love God for God's sake, but I I want this to spill over Mm -hmm. to others. And Mm -hmm. that's the point of call to me and we, Mm -hmm. we will run after you. And so that catches my attention because I think if the Lord calls to me and I start running, well, call to me and I will run after you, but Mm -hmm. it's no call to me. And if I will hear your voice, Mm -hmm. if I will be uh, uh, drawn by your beauty, by your goodness, by your love, by your truth, and, and I will start running.
0: Others of us will follow. I'll They'll be like the Pied you.
1: Piper and others will follow. And I've seen this to be true. Yeah. We got up close and personal to uh, Dallas and Jane Willard's lives. And we saw this was true in their life. Before that, we saw it was true of Ray and Ann Ortland, and uh, these, these classic writers of devotion that hundreds of years later, we're still reading their words. We've seen that it's true. And so... Uh, we realized, well, that could be true of us. And so we started where we were. And now we have a soul shepherding ministry and we have wonderful people like you who are listening and together we can run after Jesus. And that's the most important thing that we can do in our, in our families, in our work, in our, in our ministry. If you're working as a spiritual director or a coach or teaching a Bible study, uh, when your heart is inflamed with, with love for God, when you are worshiping and serving God, even if you're spiritually dry, but with your heart, you're, you're choosing to do that, to, to honor the Lord, that God speaks off of your life, off of your, off of your heart, off of your testimony, and it draws other people to want to run after Jesus with you.
0: Well, friends, if you maybe are thinking, I don't have anybody who's running after Jesus around me. I don't have anybody like this to run with. We want to remind you that you have a place in the Soul Shepherding Network. We've created this for you to have a safe place. And so that's why we've started Soul Shepherding Groups within the Soul Shepherding Network. You can be a part of a pastor's group if you're a pastor and you need other pastors to run after Jesus with or pastor's wives, a pastor's wife group. If you're not in ministry, we have of Divina group for you where you can be with others who are running after Jesus to get close to Jesus through the meditation of Lexi Divina on a scripture passage, a simple one just like this, that ignites our hearts for Jesus. We have a spiritual direction group for you that you can join in to be a part with others who are seeking the Lord together. So we encourage you check out our soul care groups in the Soul Shepherding Network and see if there might be others running after Jesus for you to run with.
1: Just go to soulshepherding.org network, or you can search on the internet, soul shepherding, join the network, and the page will come right up. You'll learn all about the soul care groups, the webinars, the tools. Uh, this is the inner circle of soul shepherding. This is for you. All of our spiritual directors and coaches are in there. It's a growing community. It's a vibrant place to learn and grow. Father God, we just thank you for each person listening to the sound of our voice right now. And we thank you, Lord, that by your Holy Spirit and recorded in the word of God, you have spoken to us. Call to me and we will run after you. And so our hearts echo uh, Solomon's and Teresa of Lesseau's and so many people. And we cry out to you, Lord, call to me, and we will run after you. Pray, Lord, that each one listening, each one praying with us now would have this sense that if I will have my heart open and attentive, and I will pray to God, call to me, and I will long for your voice, long for a sense of your presence, long for connection with you. And in that responding, in that that love, that adoration, as I respond to you, others will join in and we will run to you together. And Lord, we see this so many times in the Gospels, people running to Jesus, running to Jesus. That's what we want to be like, Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.